Hey guys, it's time for Nina's Got Good News. Nina's a former TV news gal who used to share all the news. Now, as a mom and small businesswoman, she wants to share only the good stuff. It's time to brighten your day. So here's your host, Nina B. Clark. Hi everyone, how are you? I am Nina Clark, your host of Nina's Got Good News, and we are rolling. We are back. Welcome back to all of you. We are now officially one year in, and this baby is now one year old. Our newborn baby is now almost a toddler. Can you believe it? You guys really keep me going. Thank you so much for always showing up in this space week after week. This is a movement to share good news, and we are growing every week with a new episode on iTunes and Spotify, and now we're also on Stitcher and Outcast. So excited about that. Today on podcast number 51, oh my gosh, how did we get here? We are focusing on a really big topic that is also growing like crazy. Are you a blogger? Are you on Instagram? Do you want to be? This episode is for you. Instagram influencers and bloggers. Yep, it's a real business. And as the New York Times recently said in a large article that got a ton of attention, influencers are taking over the world. I love that. So joining me now in my house here in Connecticut to talk about this phenomenon are two influencers, two lifestyle and fashion bloggers right here in Connecticut. They also happen to be my friends, so I know you guys are going to love them too. Zach Mathias and Helen Phillips. Welcome to the podcast, Zach and Helen. How are you guys? I'm good. Great. Congrats on having um, this go for a year. Wow. I know. That's so exciting. exciting. I, know. I know. It really is like another job. I'm like <laughs> so happy to be here. Thanks. Love supporting you. Oh, Always thanks, love working guys. with you. You guys are so great. Has, it, has anyone done a podcast before, Helen or Zach? No, but I've no. been on the radio once. So this, I mean, reminds me of It sort of feels like similarly. you're on the radio. <laughs> yeah, except there's bit. no like, you know, music. We should add some music in. Right, <laughs> but I feel right. like I'm natural for a podcast. Oh, you kind I of love are. talking. I know you kind of are, exactly. right, Helen? You need his own reality everything. show, right? <laughs> right, Helen. Yeah. Well, so tell us a little bit about yourself, Zach and Helen. What are your backgrounds? And ladies are going to go first. So, Helen, you you start. So, yeah, I um, started blogging. Well, I started my very first blog back in 2013, and. Um, at that point, you know, I was in college and um, didn't really have time to keep up with it. So once I graduated, I started um, what the blog that I have now, Style Inherited, and have been doing that ever since. That was back in 2017. I don't know if I said that. And at the time when I started it, I was working at a hedge fund in the city. So I really needed a creative outlet, as you can imagine. And this was the perfect thing. And um, since then, I no longer work at the hedge fund, kind of do this full time. And I absolutely love it. Oh my, is that amazing? I'm so proud of you. That's Thanks. so awesome. So, so yeah, everyone's going to be following Helen after this episode. Okay, Zach, <laughs> it's your turn, Zach. And you're in high school and you also have another business, an interior design business. So you are busy. Tell yes. us more. So my whole blog came from just sharing interior design on Instagram. And it was like a total accident. I love it, though. Um, it keeps me super busy. So I do blogging and marketing for businesses. And so, yeah. And my blog is the Classic Chic Confidential because everything needs to be classic and chic. Always. Always chic. I love it. Okay. So tell us, Helen, why did you even want to start a blog? Like you said, you started your first one when you were in college, but why did you even want to do that? I think, well, so this all goes back to my blog being called Style Inherited comes from, I feel like I inherited myself from my mom. 
And it, but it actually goes a little further than that because my mom is the one who started showing me bloggers back before people were doing, like before everyone was doing it. And Wait, how she did would, your mom even know? I don't know. You know, she's always ahead of trends. Oh, like, I'm, even maybe I more so than Zach. Her. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, okay, oh we need God. to meet Helen's and mom. Wait, doesn't but, your mom also take a lot of your photos? Yeah, she does. Uh-huh. She's um, good. But yeah, she was the one who was always showing me these bloggers, mostly fashion bloggers, being like, hey, Helen, you should try to copy this outfit or do something like this. And, you know, I was like, oh, wow, this would be cool. I loved writing. I've always loved writing. That's one of the things I studied in college. And that's kind of like why it seemed like a no brainer for me to start doing it, because I love sharing things that I love with people through writing about it. I know. I love it. And then Zach, when did you jump on Instagram and why did you jump on Instagram? So I've been on Instagram for a long time, but I really started using it as like a blog in seventh grade. And it's so crazy. Every day I would take a photo after school at the brick wall and yeah, it just kind of happened. Like just you standing in front of the brick wall? Totally. In your outfit of the day? Yes. And then, you know, started working with businesses because, you know, I've been shopping in a lot of the stores around here since I was like five. (laughs) With your mom? Totally, with Gail. And we'd go around. And so it was just kind of easier, I guess, for me to get in because I already knew so many people. And then I was lucky enough to meet some amazing bloggers like Helen and you. But it all turned out good. So let's talk a little business now. So. Helen, how do people like you, how do you make money off of Instagram and blogging? How does that even work? Yeah. um, Well, one thing that I think is unique to me, um, at least from all the other bloggers I've talked to, I didn't reach out to anyone to do anything paid for the first nine months of blogging when I started my second blog now style inherited um in 2017 so for the first nine months I was just doing my thing and I really like working felt like for free you were doing stuff for I was free. just creating creating content all my content none of it was sponsored all of it was just stuff that you know I was just sharing businesses and brands that I loved pieces that I was buying with my own money and I really felt like that was important because I needed to have my audience trust me and believe in me and I needed to believe in myself and build my brand up to a point where I could go to a business and say this this is who I am. This is who my audience is. This is why they follow me. And this is why I want to work with you and your product. And this is why I know my audience will listen sort of thing. That's so um, true. Cause you can tell you're not a sellout. <laughs> yeah. Like some bloggers. That's so good. Well, this I is mean, great advice though. Yeah. Keep going. Obviously I know that some people like they need to make the paycheck. And mm-hmm. at that point in time I was making a paycheck from, uh, or getting a paycheck from my Um, job in the city so I didn't need to be making money through blogging but I feel like because I did that I really set myself up now for when I do reach out to a brand to do something sponsored in which case like that means that I'm saying hi I'd like to work with you this is my rate and this is why I am able to charge this rate Um, usually you know I share the fact that my following us authentic. I don't buy my followers. They're engaged. My following is local to me for the most part. Um, and so that's what brands really want to hear. And now they're able to, like, I'm able to get paid for stuff like that. Uh, and you get paid like per post, you get paid per blog, or is it, it depends. just depends what it, it is? It really, I think that's the crazy thing about blogging is that there's no regulation to it. So Zach could charge one thing for yeah. a post and I could charge another thing for a post and we could be posting about the same exact thing. Um, Cause there's and so many different it's just, factors you know, just that because go into it. 
It's also like negotiating for yourself. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you are a great negotiator, which sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not. I'm not. Sometimes I'm able to say to a bit. Uh, if you kind of let me take a step back. If you gauge it in a sense that like if a huge brand reaches out to you and says they want to work with you and then you they say how much like how much is your rate and that should be your first sign that you can probably charge a little more than you're already charging regularly because they're asking you what your rate is and if they're a big name they probably have the budget to pay for it. Totally. If they if you tell uh, tell them a number and they come back and say great then you've probably gone below what they were expecting because they didn't negotiate with you down. So, I've made that mistake many times, like make them I've made that mistake many times um, and I'll probably still make it, but that's something that you have to um, but I feel I like know. everyone feels that way with any negotiations. Yeah. You're never truly completely happy. I feel like if you feel like you went too low, you never know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have so. to sort of find that sweet spot, I guess, right? It all comes from like doing it doing a lot. Doing it. The more you do it, then you get in the out. groove. You know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. But you just have to start. You just mm-hmm. have to make that first hustle. ask. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. hustle. But I feel like my mom always said, if you don't ask, you don't get. So if yeah. you want to do this, you got to start asking, right? Mm-hmm. So Zach, tell us a little bit more about the work. I feel like a lot of people see influencers and bloggers like you guys, you guys make it look so easy, but really I know, I know you guys so well that I really know that it's hard work, right? This Mm -hmm. is a job. It's hard work. So tell us a little bit about the work and how this really is a job. So for me, it's it's, not so easy, right? It's not easy because I'm in school. Also, I have like meetings, whether it's a phone call every day, usually after school, I have one phone call and then I'm somewhere by three, three 30 for a meeting or getting photos. You know, I often take photos with a tripod, but you know, you have to schedule that into your calendar, thinking about when there's going to be good lighting, all of that. Like it's all work. And then you have to edit it and you have to work on the captions. And there's so many things that people don't think about that take time to make this look easy. Mm -hmm. Because I often talk about how I'm so unapologetically me. I share everything my opinions on everything I don't hold back really we weren't sure about (laughs) that this is news (laughs) so like but that takes work yep and it takes work growing a following that is ready to hear it you know sometimes I always say there's that give and take with your brand of going outside of the comfort zone and you know I'll get lashed back about something and then you know you have to play it safe for a week Mm -hmm. but there's all this work and you know scheduling it where it doesn't seem like I'm doing this for the dollar you know so I'm like thinking well I don't want two sponsored posts necessarily in a row or constantly unboxing the next this where it seems like no one needs this Mm -hmm. you know I'm a real person at the end of the day and I think the lifestyle blogger has should be attainable Mm mm-hmm Totally. So it takes work. Yeah. And I also think too, I'm sure you guys agree, but this takes time, right? And mm-hmm. consistency. I feel like some people want to have it happen so quickly and that's just not realistic. At the end of the day, you have to be patient and take your time, make sure you're totally. being consistent and then things will I mean, start to pick up from there. When we think about the big names in blogging, they've been doing it for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like people don't realize how long blogging has been around, mm-hmm. but it's like close to 20 years now. Wow. Yeah. Well, Helen, what's a typical day in the life for you? What does it look like? <laughs> I think the crazy thing is there's not a typical day in the life. When I was working in the city, 
I never missed putting a blog post up because I had such a strict schedule. It was, you know, wake up at 4.30 in the morning. Yes, really. Um, oh go into gosh, the city. that sounds terrible. That's why I don't work there anymore. Uh, wake up at 4.30 in the morning, go into the city, work. Then I'd come home. We'd get home around like 6.30, I think, do a pure bar class. Then from there, I would get home and I would write my blog post. And I had a blog post that went up every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And I think I usually posted my Instagram post while I was on the train in the morning, like either going to work in the morning or coming home. Um, so I had a very strict schedule. I had absolutely no social life. I just did my job, like my nine to five job, which wasn't nine to five. It was like seven 30 to five 30 or something, but, um, did that. And then in, um, blogging and that was it. <laughs> I didn't have a life outside of that. But now that I don't have a structured job, um, anymore, it's really like every day is kind of different. And I wish I had more structure and I know a lot of bloggers do have a very rigorous schedule. I just haven't found that yet so some days I'm running about doing errands and stuff and the errands are most likely blogging related or some days I'm you know with someone like someone organized my closet with me and we were in my house for six hours doing that and like that's part of blogging because that was a post that I did um and a lot a lot of people loved that post I think yeah and it was great it was I was really like good. I need that in my life yeah, she's gotta exactly. come to my house and help me with my closet exactly and some days I'm sitting in front of my computer just doing emails all day so it doesn't nothing is ever you know the yeah. same but I think that's what I like about it totally yeah and then you the, never get bored right yeah and the thing with <laughs> blogging too is like bloggers were constantly thinking like what's the next thing? So it's like whatever you're doing in your life, you're like, oh, this could be on the blog. So like Helen said, like she had to organize her closet. So she partnered with someone on it. Like that's... That's very smart. You know, so it's like that nonstop grind of it Mm -hmm. where it's like there's never an off switch. I'm never like, I'm off duty for the blog. Or some people leave their job Mm -hmm. and they're like not going to think about that for the next nine hours. Now, if someone wants to grow their following on Instagram, what would be your top tip, Zach, if someone wanted to grow their following? There is none. (laughs) I mean, what's the magic? Yeah, what's the magic sauce? There's like really not like a magic sauce, I feel like. I feel like be authentic, show who you're with. I think, you know, I'm constantly with both you, Helen, and, you know, we post on our Instagram stories that we're together and like we post little funny things, whatever. That kind of constant um, repetition, I think the other person's followers see too. And then they're like, wow, Nina really likes Zach like, or really likes Helen. I should check their page out mm-hmm. and follow them. Or um, another really great thing is a giveaway. It's like that call to action to like get them to follow. Um, I have a giveaway coming up with a Weldon, Weldon Bags, which is a Westport-based company with an artist um, who I'm friends with, Yvonne, and she, like, painted all over it, and it's gorgeous, you know, and that's a great way. It's three people all coming together, and we're all like-minded, based in Connecticut, so we probably have similar followers. And you want to grow your following together. Totally. Okay, what about you, Helen? What's your top tip if someone wants to grow their following on Instagram? Well, the number one way I would say to grow your following, and I'm not saying I recommend this. Yes, I've done it in the past. I think everyone's done it, and if they say they haven't, they're probably fibbing. Um, is doing a huge group loop giveaway. Zach, I know, does a lot of them. Um, I've done, I think, three or four at this point. And so that's where there's this dedicated giveaway account 
and it's a huge prize value, usually like a thousand dollars or something. And you get, you do gain a lot of followers that way. I think it's more and more now people are saying that it's not really something you necessarily want to be doing because you're gaining random followers. You're not getting, gaining like a targeted audience. Um, so I so, know like there it's controversial. It definitely mm-hmm. is. I've done it. I've written an entire blog post about it. I'm very open about having done it. Um, but that like, there's also a lot of people who probably don't admit to doing them and, and they still um, do it. Yeah. And they still do it. And they'll probably like, if you were to have sat down with someone and asked that question, like there's plenty of people who would just not even acknowledge the fact that they've done mm-hmm. it, which I think is wrong. Like we're sitting here saying we've both done them. Yeah. Um, it's really hard to grow organically. I gained, I think maybe 50 followers in the past two weeks. And that's huge for me. And yeah. it was through, you know, how, as Zach was saying, like people were reposting my stories and sharing it and that like they, their followers were then coming over to my account and started following me. And that was awesome. So mm-hmm. it's it a great way to grow. It can happen. It's just slow. I it's don't slow. think it's, there's any right. organic way to grow fast. Right. And then, you know, there's also other things like Pinterest, you know, it's good to post. Helen's your, really good at Pinterest. Helen is so good at Pinterest. Like, <laughs> of all things. <laughs> I need to like become better at Pinterest, but it does help just posting all your content there too and linking it, linking back to it to your Instagram. Instagram. I know Helen ta- taught me all that. So you guys, since we're bringing up Pinterest and we're talking so much about Instagram, I think about this a lot and I was just want to get your opinions. What do you think, what would happen if Instagram went away tomorrow? Helen? Oh, I'd what? be so happy. Oh my God. Really? <laughs> Should I not admit that? No, I love I how think- honest you are. Yeah, I know. I definitely would. I think I'd be happy. The one thing that I do love about Instagram is how many amazing people I've met through it. Like sitting here with you and Zach, I met you guys on Instagram and I wouldn't have met you otherwise. So that would be the only thing that I'd miss is being able to connect with people locally, like especially someone who graduated college and moved to a very suburban area. Like how was I supposed to make friends if not for Pinterest, I don't know, but, um, Instagram, or, sorry, Instagram, yeah. Instagram. Um, but I would be really happy in the sense that like I started blogging to blog and write these like long form posts and share all these photos and in-depth experiences on my blog, not on Instagram. Instagram isn't at the end of the day, like my career, it's just part of my career. And, um, I so for you, why. you have everyone's, everyone's subscribing to your blog, so they would automatically keep getting your blog if Instagram went I away. I wouldn't say right? everyone, but I have, uh, my blog definitely at this point does better than my Instagram, which is really interesting because a lot of yeah. people probably wouldn't know that. And Especially being, people talk so much about how actual blogs are suffering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So clearly not Helen's. No, no. which I mean, like who Love knows that. why, but, um, no, yeah, that's awesome. It's, so I, I think I'd be happy cause I would not have to use, as you were saying earlier, like it takes a lot of time to do it all does. this stuff and to do an Instagram post. Like I don't want to admit the fact that it probably takes me 45 minutes sometimes to just get one Instagram photo up. So that's 45 minutes. It's being taken away from a potential like blog post that I could be working on. Right. Um, Zach, so. I think you might have a heart attack if Instagram went away. I would. would because <laughs> tell us, tell us your take. I mean, I use Instagram in a very different way where I am a true believer. And we always talk about this. We're like, if it's not on the gram, it didn't happen. Oh my God. Like I put everything on Instagram, whether it's my chic toothpaste, what I'm drinking, you know, 
And that's something that my followers look to. Even when you have a bad day, I will say you're good about that. Like when your dog got sick, you were, you know, putting it out there. I'm always on there because it's about being authentic. And that's something that my followers love my stories. Like that's my driving force. Like brands, they're like, we don't care if you post. We want your stories. We want the stories because I do a really good job at it where I'm able to engage with my followers, you know, I think Helen can get that too from, she's like always responding to my stories. I'm like, <laughs> I ran into some people at granola bar. She's like, okay, the sky's blue. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. yeah. So your life without the gram would be sort and of, sort of sad. My website. Zach's got bad news. Is like not in the best place right now. I like screwed it up. But that's why interjecting here, the biggest thing that you need to do to protect yourself I is know. to put your content on your blog. Cause if Instagram were to go to go away, I know. that is a site that you actually own. Right. Yeah. No matter what, no matter I what. I and you to- can control it also. Like, look, I'm able to control like the more work you put into your blog, the more people are going to view it versus mm-hmm. like Instagram. I put a ton of work into it and, Hardly anyone sees it these days. Right. So I mean, it's good for it's good for all of us to have goals. And one exactly. of the goals is to get like, your website yeah. in a better place. So I love talking about brands because I feel like so many people ask this. Like, what is your best advice for someone who wants to approach a brand? Like, how do you even do that? What what does that process look like? What's your best advice if someone wants to approach a brand? How does that work? Do you want me to go first? Sure. Okay. I'm just gonna give one piece of advice here, but I have a ton. So If you want to talk more about this, just hit me up on Instagram or email or something. But my number one piece of advice, I think, is be very specific in your pitch. If you just say, hey, I'd love to partner with you, great. Like, they they probably get hundreds of those messages, maybe even thousands, depending on the brand. But I've been able to get large name uh, or big name companies to reply back to me when being super specific about my pitch. And when they see, oh, this is different or, oh, this is unique. This is something that only she could give me. That's when they're going to give back to you. And that's when they're going to like look to partner with you. I love that. That's great advice. What about you, Zach? What's your best advice? Like, how do you even go about approaching a brand? So I'll either DM or email or sometimes I just meet the brand, you know? Like in person, you mean? If they're local? Okay. I ran in to Corey from Weldon Bags and I just started talking to her and I started spitballing ideas to her and she was like, yes, let's do it. And so that's a great way that I do it or I just walk into a store around here and I'm like, hey, I want to do this. So what do brands want to see from influencers and bloggers? What are they looking for? I think they're looking for real lifestyle content and um, they're looking for something different probably. From each person you mean? Yeah, Yeah. I think like here's an example. I'm currently working with a bag company who flat out told me that like they loved how unique my pitch was and it's a bag company out of Texas. I pitched them to share the bag at a polo match. And they're like, this is awesome because we don't have polo in Texas. Who would have known? I didn't know that. <laughs> um, but that's why they want to work with like Helen Phillips out of Greenwich, Connecticut, because we have a polo club here. And now they're going to have photos of their bag at a polo club versus, you know, anyone who pitches them, I guess, from Texas where they, where they're hard. Go to a rodeo. Yeah. (laughs) Go to a rodeo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Something different. So I think. Oh, that was so smart. Okay. Yeah. You got to be very specific with your ideas. So Mm -hmm. 
that's they want to because see they want to yeah like yeah I, I'm gonna give them something now that they probably haven't posted on their feed previously and I think you know they hope that their audience likes it why do you think the whole concept of Instagram influencers has taken off the way it has why do you think that's happened I think in the way our society has changed, especially with online shopping, you know, there used to be that human interaction more and more in stores where you had someone telling you, oh yeah, that's super trendy, like get that. So for someone that's not a super confident shopper, it can allow for online shopping to be easier for them. Um, But it also can help with local shopping, you know, one of the first places I look when I'm going somewhere is Instagram. Whether I'm going to a town in Connecticut or I'm going to somewhere in Europe or California, I look on Instagram for like the hot restaurants, the hot stores, you know, what to do. And the people posting that content is usually the bloggers. And I usually don't go to the brand's feed as much because we're in this place where People trust bloggers more than they trust brands. They've lost that trust. And so it's super important that bloggers are authentic Mm -hmm. to keep their trust with their followers. Mm -hmm. Because as soon as you lose your trust, followers don't want to listen to you. They're Mm -hmm. not going to buy what you're sharing. Yeah, they're going to like roll their eyes at you. And you're going to get dropped by brands. Right, right, right. Um, So Helen, do you have mentors yeah. I mean, I know we all have each other, mm-hmm. but, you know, is there someone that you look up to and that you maybe that helps you or gave you advice along the way? And who Definitely. are those people? Well, I'm glad you asked this question because I was going to say, like, one of the biggest things that I regret early on is not reaching out to other bloggers for to help connect with them uh-huh. for help just to even grab coffee and talk about it. Like I was just, as I said, when I started doing this, it was my nine to five job and then blogging and I didn't have any life outside of that. So I didn't meet up with other people. And now that I do meet up with other bloggers, I'm constantly able to discuss, you it's know, the best partnerships, ideas, upcoming events, um, Get just talking, yeah, talking about just blogging life in general. Um, but to, back to your question, and I just feel like a lot of my peers here are my mentors. Like I learn a totally. lot from Zach. I learn a lot from you. Um, I try, I'm trying to think of like a but good mentor right now. I'll let you go, Zach, and then I'll think so of a mentor. It's so scary reaching out to bloggers. Oh, yeah. Oh, you get intimidated, you mean? When you're new. And starting. And you're just starting and like you might only have a month's worth of content, you know, they kind of snub you because it's a tough community the blogging community and making it years is hard you know people give up because it's a lot of work and it's I mean it's brutal there's a lot of mean bloggers out there that aren't encouraging Mm -hmm. you know because there are so many bloggers and that's kind of important you know you have not everyone can be a blogger you know it's just yeah this isn't for everyone it wouldn't work um we'd get nowhere because then it would just be bloggers showing to other bloggers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, but I'd say as far as mentors, again, like I really look to the bloggers around me. um, And I think it's good having different mentors, you know, having a mentor around the same following number as you, where you can kind of like work with them because they probably work with a lot of brands that could possibly be interested in working with you. Um, But also having those bigger bloggers or those bloggers that you've been following 
for years. Like I always think about elements of style. I've been following Erin since I was in fifth grade when I read her book, Elements of Style, cover to cover. Um, It's a design book and I love her. I've had the pleasure of meeting her. Um, And then there's other bloggers I look to, like Rachel Purcell, I think does an amazing job. Um, Stephanie Trotta is one of my favorite local bloggers. Yeah, we love Stephanie. Um, And then, yeah, I love House of Harper. And I mean, there's so many people that I think do an amazing job. Did you think of your answer, Helen? Yeah, I like... um, Did you phone a friend? There's Well, well, it's hard. Like, people I look up to, but I don't really talk to that often. Um, I really like Mackenzie Horange. I know she's local, uh, and she's also a fellow redhead. I really have just always... And very preppy, too. I just have Mm. always admired her style. I think we're very similar in that sense. Um, I got to meet Jennifer Lake at a Sail to Sable event that happened a little while ago, and that was awesome because I've been following her for a while, and she was so nice in person, which was really refreshing. Isn't that refreshing? And she was excited to meet me, even though she didn't know who I was. But yeah, I I love her stuff. She's so creative. Well, so what's been your biggest challenge along the way, Helen, with blogging and Instagramming, and how did you overcome it? Because I feel like we like to talk about the real real here, too. So this isn't all rainbows and unicorns. We've talked about how much work this is. But what's been the biggest challenge for you, and how did you overcome that challenge? Oh, gosh, there's so many. Um, Okay, can I give you two yes, quickly? Yes, you can do two. One that's more abstract, I would say, is just believing in myself and being confident and knowing my worth. I think like you're always um, underse- like I'm always underselling myself, and then I look back and I'm like, darn it, I should have asked for more from this brand because I know I'm oh, worth know. more. That sort of thing. So I'd say that's kind of the biggest challenge is like believing in myself. And, and saying, how did you like, overcome that? Um, I think just. Finally, probably getting to a point where I, I don't know, how did I overcome that? Maybe listening to your friends telling you how great yeah, you are. Yeah, I think it was probably when I started really engaging with the local blogging community here in Fairfield County, and they just were like, oh, yeah, you are awesome or something. I wasn't fishing for compliment, compliments, yeah. but, you know, you you kind of talk each other up, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I am I can do this. That. I can but, do this. you know, with right? bloggers, I think we're also so honest to each other. Like, I'll be like, mm, that kind of seemed fake to me. You know, I mean, I'm known. I have an opinion on everything and I give it, but it's good because we have to hear the good and the bad in order to improve. Yeah. You know, like I was telling you, I was like, Nina, we got to get your stories looking more cohesive. And (laughs) I still haven't really done that. Sorry, Zach. Yours looks so good Oh, it does? Yes. They're looking so much better. Oh, wow. Okay. Maybe I did listen a little (laughs) bit. Right. Okay. Okay, What's your second one? My second thing that's a little more concrete is photography so and I think Zach can feel like that like the better the photo 99% of the time the the better it will do on Instagram engagement wise so in the beginning I didn't have the budget for paying for a photographer I still don't really want to pay for a photographer very few people do right because that's about having cash flow yeah that's expensive and it's also for me so what did you get like a tripod did you I I know you have your mom that so did not work for me I love love the tripod over it really works for me and you use so, your mom, Helen, or yeah, just it's just I mean I think your it's boyfriend just over time Gail gets annoyed taking my photos. <laughs> yeah, my mom and boyfriend take them, and just over time they've gotten a lot better at taking them. So because you've that taught was them probably the challenge you're really was good. time and training someone who doesn't really know how to take photos to do it. Yeah, so. Gail hates it. She gets very annoyed. <laughs> Poor so Gail. 
I got the tripod and she was like, why is there a $13 Amazon charge? I'm like, you don't have to take my photos. Oh, she was probably like score. Okay. Well let's turn it around. What do you love most about this? Helen, you go first. What do you love most about blogging and Instagram influencing? That's so easy. Connecting with local businesses and sharing those local businesses with my followers. And I'm a huge, I know not every blogger is this way. I absolutely love supporting local um, small woman-owned businesses, yes. not all businesses, oh, woman-owned, like for instance, Cylinder Vodka is owned by a guy and I absolutely love them. Yes, they're um, great. But yeah, it. that's my favorite thing about it is Zach's being able- not allowed to have that, Helen. <laughs> In a couple years, what, five years? Yeah. Five years. Oh, Lord. oh my God. Your 21st <laughs> birthday party, I can't even imagine. Helen. Everyone's going to be there. I know. It's going to be bigger than my 16th I know. Andy Cohen, are you listening from Bravo? <laughs> right? Hello. Got to come to Zach's it's 21st. It's going to be on Bravo. <laughs> yeah, oh totally. God. In the clubhouse. Exactly. That'd be so cool. Yeah. Okay. So, what do you love the most, Zach? Again, I love working with businesses. I've been shopping in so many small businesses since such a young age. And I feel like. One, bloggers push a lot online because we make the commission off of like to know it. But in the same respect, I think I love supporting businesses. So I love working with them and figuring out a way that works for both of us. Because I feel like no business that is going to have a brick and mortar space is going to survive really going forward or continue to survive without those relationships of getting people into the new store. You know, if we look at some of the stable places around us, they've been here for years. It's so hard opening a new store. But I love connecting with my followers. I'm very lucky to get to meet so many um, because we live in such a small area and I do have a very saturated following in Fairfield County. So like every time I go to Granola Bar, I either run into someone I already know or I meet a new follower, or just lots of places. Like I was in Crate and Barrel talking to Nina, and someone came over and said hi. So it's so funny. It is kind of me. weird, isn't it? Like I, we should see how many times facts. you say granola bar in this. Like we should, Nina and I should be playing a I think I've only said it. Sponsoring this. I think yeah. I only said it once. I know. No, it's been Hilarious. like two or three times. Yeah. Oh, okay. We should drink every time yeah, he says it. Yeah. Turn it into a drinking game. Okay, so name that. one Instagram account that everyone who's everyone's listening now, who should they be following? What's what's one Instagram account that they should be following? Simply by Simone. She is amazing. Hi Simone, I love you. Um uh, she's got around 60,000 followers, I think, but she's so down to earth. She has not forgotten where she's come from. I absolutely love that about her. She will take her time, like take time out of her schedule to answer your questions. I love her blog because it's a perfect balance of sharing lifestyle content but also sharing blogger tips and she doesn't like leave the important part out she tells you everything you need to know um so okay, definitely we, check yeah, her we out we love Simone yes, yeah she's awesome. awesome okay Zach what's one Instagram account everyone should be following oh my god there's so many you can only aside pick one aside from mine yeah aside from <laughs> Helen and Zach you can only pick one Zach okay I have to say Stony Clover Lane because they have such a special place um, on my Instagram, I have, they were one of the first brands I worked with. Um, and they actually just sent me a bag. Like I had purchased from them and they had my address saved. So they just sent me a pouch and some other stuff. And I love Kendall and Libby and I love that they're a big company, but Kendall's the one behind the Instagram. She's the one who types 
every response to every DM. She posts every story. Like, I just love them. They're the sweetest, and I've become friends with them. But everyone should be following me because I also share accounts constantly that I'm loving because... I mean, I love so many accounts. That's why I don't want Instagram to go You have a lot of love to share. I know. I do. It's so good. But I also don't like a lot of accounts. Oh, gosh. We don't have to get into that now. (laughs) Okay, so what's next for you guys? Let's talk about what's next. Helen, what's next for you? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think I've probably got some more events coming up in the future. So we just had an awesome event the other night that you guys were so nice to come to. So hopefully doing some more events. That's one of the things, one, my background's in events. So that's one of the things that I love about blogging is being yeah. able to combine those two. Um, but I don't know. And some fall content. I'm going to Iceland, so you're going to see all oh, about that. I, know. I saw that on your stories. I can't wait to see your Iceland content. I'm okay. excited. So everyone will look forward to that. Okay, Zach, what's next for you? So sophomore year of high school. Oh my gosh, I can't even. High I'm school, working sophomore on some year. exciting collabs for back to school. I'm actually working with Stony Clover Lane again, some other amazing brands. Um, and I'm also super excited. I'm launching Classic Chic Approved. Oh, that's cool. It's mm-hmm. like, I'm so excited for this. I cannot wait for it to come out in November. So what it is, is I have compiled all of my favorite restaurants, salons, so nail salons, hair salons, spas, um, stores that all meet the requirements of me. And we all know I have the highest requirements for everything. So they're all chic approved and all classic approved. So I'm super excited. These businesses will all have a Lucite frame that is backed with the graphic designed and printed by Bespoke in Westport. I'm head of their retail, so everyone should shop there too. Hashtag sponsored. (laughs) (laughs) But like not really. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I'm super excited for that. I have the launch party at Lily in August. And that's in November? It's in November. It's so cool. The theme. Are Helen and I invited? You guys are definitely invited. What about Andy Cohen? Yes, be there. The theme is Beverly Hills in Connecticut. (gasps) Of course. See, Andy Cohen needs to come. I know, but there will not be a single palm leaf anywhere. And if there is, poke my eyes out. It's not okay. There's going to be like fiddly figs as if they were palm trees. What, like when you enter with oh. a big table with topiaries everywhere. And it's going to be so chic and so classic and very pink and green. And there's going to be an amazing painting with the branding by Yvonne Clavelou. Oh my gosh. Well, we can't wait. We're I'm all so going to be, we're I all going to be excited about that party. I can't wait. Maybe Lisa Renna can come and like dance for us. Wait, that would be amazing. <laughs> like, right? let's make that happen. I know. I know. We're such Bravo junkies. Helen doesn't get it. Is oh that classic God. chic approved? Um, Bravo um, is definitely classic chic approved. Anything Lisa Renna does is classic chic yes. approved. Anything A bag of Bravo. pills is definitely classic chic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, how can people find you guys? Helen, you're up. All right, so head to my blog, which is styleinherited.com, or my Instagram, which is at styleinherited. Um, and then I'm pretty sure it's at styleinherited for Pinterest as well. So Zach. that's it. Yay. Okay. So you can follow me on Instagram at Zach, Z A C dot Matthias, M A T H I A S. Very few people get the spelling correct. Um, and then you can find me on Pinterest. I think mine is Zach Matthias. 
I can't remember. He's looking at Helen like Helen He's isn't like, it. I'm supposed Helen to know told this. me what my name on Pinterest was one time. Probably. So it's a good thing we all have each other. That's all I know. I know, right? You can find him at Granola Bar every single day of the yes. week. And <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. All this stuff will be in the show notes. And and then what's your website? My website is the Classic Chic Confidential. Oh, wait. And if you're local, you can find me in Westport Lifestyle for the month of August. They did a little feature on me. I know. Helen, it's pretty cool. cool. He's in that magazine, right? Thank you. And then also make sure you're following Shop Bespoke and Suck Straws because I'm behind both their Instagram accounts and I come on the camera a lot. (laughs) Shocking. Super fun. Shocking. (laughs) Okay, you guys. Well, how do you think you did on the podcast today? Um, Not terribly. (laughs) I mean, I loved it. I just love talking. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> oh no one's God. why I love Insta stories. <laughs> We're just gonna we could keep this going. We actually could do a podcast for like eight hours together, but we probably could. Yeah. Me next time. Next time. Nonstop. We, yeah, we could do it next time. We well, thank you guys so bar. much. I know we could do one at Granola Bar, but Bobby would have a hard time with the audio. Poor Bobby. He'd be like, this does not sound good. It's so loud in there. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that would be tough. But thank you guys so much for coming on today. It was so fun to talk to you guys and share so much more about blogging and Instagram influencing and just understanding it all, the good, the bad, the real. I think it's important to share it all. So yeah, thank you definitely. guys so much. Thanks, I Nina. really appreciate it. And congrats to both of you on all your success. Thank you. And congrats everyone, to you. Thank you, guys. And You're be sure so to good. follow Helen and Zach. Uh, again, their Instagram accounts and all their info on their blogs will be in the show notes. Thank you for listening to My Mom's Podcast. Remember, you can find Nina's Got Good News on iTunes and Spotify, also on Google Play, Stitcher, and Outcast. Also, rate and review all her podcasts, too. And please share it with a friend. The mission of this podcast is to get better together as a community in the audio space. Please follow my mom on Instagram. She's Nina B. Clark. Clark has an E at the end. For now, I'm Blaine Clark. Thanks again for listening. Let's keep being awesome. XOXO.